The BS Report is a free-flowing conversation that occasionally touches on mature subjects. The BS Report. The BS Report with Ben Simmons. Welcome to the BS Report. Hazy, cold Monday morning here, Southern California. December weather is upon us. December is upon us. Four weeks left to go in the NFL season. A depressed cousin, Sal, and an equally depressed Bill Simmons here to talk about Week 13. Who's more depressed, you or me? Well, I, you know, I, you know, both our teams lost, obviously, and uh, yeah, I, I think yours is fresher. Your team's loss is fresher. So let's just talk about that. I mean, no one even remembers if the Cowboys won or lost on Thanksgiving. So we should just right, go right I'm into surprise you. New, you're gonna be surprised by this. Not uh-huh. depressed at all. Really? Didn't didn't wasn't really didn't really feel like that was a gigantic game. Um, I thought the Pats just needed to come out of it either winning or losing a close game or just with some sort of respectable showing. And that's what they did. I I still feel as good about the team as I did a week ago. Okay. That? I mean, they really didn't, they didn't put any pressure on. I mean, you couldn't have liked that one play. If, if one play stood out, it was one had to be when Aaron Rodgers was dancing around the pocket for uh, 35, 40 seconds. And uh, we don't have Chandler Jones. Longest incompletion. No Chandler Jones. Right. Right, no, I gotcha. I, um, the the biggest minute of the game, it's sixteen to fourteen. The Pats are about to get to halftime down two, even though they didn't play well. Uh-huh. Second down and ten in the nineteen. Rogers rolls out right. He gets Starks on that stupid wheel route that they killed us with the whole yeah. game. Ninkovich mm-hmm. is on him. He's only like a yard. He's within a yard of him, and Rogers just made an awesome throw. Get 30 yards, two plays later, you get the Jordy, or three plays later, the uh, the Jordy Nelson play that just McCourty screwed up on. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I think the teams are pretty even in Lambeau. I stand by, it was funny, all the Packer fans were taunting me about, oh, you were saying the line of no respect, what do you think now? The Packers covered. My whole point was that the line should have been three because the teams were dead even, and right. it sh- and Lambeau's worth three points, and either team was you know could win, and that's what happened. We had the ball on the twenty first down to win the game. That is what happened. And but actually, you know what? Because because uh, producer Dave Jacoby did such a good job digging this up. Can I play back that audio though? I, only because I think the fans would enjoy to hear it all again. Right, let's hear it. You, you didn't hear like it? the line. You didn't like the line. But all right, so here it is us going over the Pats and uh, Patriots line. Okay. All right, my Pats at the Packers. I have the Pats favored by thirteen on the road. All right, uh, I had the Packers favored by three, and they're actually laying three and a half. What? Three and a half? That's preposterous. I am insulted. I haven't been this insulted since the other day when my waiter asked if I prefer tap water to 750-milliliter bottle of Aqua de Cristallo Tributo at Matagugliani. How dare you undervalue the Emperor Belichick and Jesus Christ superstar Tom Brady. You ought to be ashamed of yourself, Vegas, and you will pay dearly for this mistake. Dearly, I say. I love basketball. Vito Favorani. So that was weird. I mean, they, they, you could uh, I, eat a little crow I, I was there. fired up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, by Sunday, I was right. The line was two and a half. It did go down to two and a half. How about Mike and McCarthy? It, if if anything, of, I was worried. Yeah. It was well, that weird. Because now it's like they were showing the Packers not enough respect. The respect thing flipped. Now it was like, oh, this, the Packers should be insulted. They're only two and a half. And the ultimate show of disrespect is Mike McCarthy not using any timeouts. I think Aaron Rodgers had to eventually use a timeout before the half. Did you see that? I mean, were you thinking that at the time? Like, he should have been using the. 
the timeouts when the Patriots were at the goal line uh, driving. And then, then just they got lucked out with the Jordy Nelson touchdown, I think, but bailed out completely. But I, I think it's a good sign for the February rematch. You either kind of want to get blown out there or lose, lose like that. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see it again. I was disappointed that Rodgers was 10% better than, than Brady. Yeah. And that's why the Packers won. The reality is Rodgers played better than Brady did. And you cannot ask for a better situation or a play or a matchup than Gronkowski on Dix, the, uh, the rookie mm-hmm. guy. Like, either you get a pass interference or he catches a touchdown if that ball is even remotely, you know, it ended up he had to dive toward the end zone through the guy to catch it and would have caught it if, if uh, his, the rookie's helmet hadn't hit the ball. Mm-hmm. But that was a lousy pass. And that's why Brady was so mad afterwards. It's like, you can't ask for a better matchup than that. If it's like, if my Super Bowl is on the line and that's the matchup and that's the key throw of the game, I'll take it every time. That's what you and want. And he just missed the throw. Yeah. But, three three consecutive F-bombs by Brady. Not not like him right after. The, not a good time for the camera to be on him. But The quotes were interesting in the postgame after. I think the Pats, I think I think they were pretty content with how that game played out from just a, all right, we didn't even play that well. And we almost won. Like Mm -hmm. in a weird way, it was like a good sign, but um, it's just frustrating because I didn't even think they played that well. And they almost won. I also, a couple of people emailed me this after I wrote about how the line was disrespectful. They were saying like, come on, you know, Belichick's going to go vanilla in this game. He's not going to want to throw the kitchen sink at the Packers. He's not going to care if they lose once before the playoffs. He doesn't want this team to have a 12-game winning streak going to the playoffs, blah, blah, blah. And it was ridiculous, but at the same time, I'm thinking, hmm, yeah. I wonder if he is going to go vanilla in this game. I felt like we were very, very vanilla in that game. You were vanilla, but, you know, you have three losses. No, nothing's locked up yet. You want definitely want to play at home. <laughs> against the Broncos if it comes to that. But how we about do. this, Belichick? How about stop being a dick and give Jonas Gray the ball, all right? As a Romo fan, and I, I, right. I hate when coaches put extra pressure on their starting quarterback, and I am hearing that, like, oh, Brady didn't make this throw, he didn't make that throw. Like, it's for no reason. Give Jonas Gray the ball. Just, just you know, mix it up a little. Go <laughs> with what works, and there won't, won't be so much pressure on your, yeah, on your Bunt, star. Bunt didn't, get enough, Bunt didn't get the ball enough either. I think he had, like, the, nine uh, or ten carries, right, the whole team. The, the one the one thing they did in the game that really bothered me was it was I think they're down six nothing fourth and one from midfield and they mm-hmm. punted yeah like, come on we need thirty points to win this game probably right probably at least twenty eight twenty need twenty eight to thirty to conceivably win this game you can't punt there right and if we can't get a yard against this Packers team come on yeah I didn't like that um, I didn't feel like you know it it certainly wasn't a situation where they were doing the usual Belichick thing where it's like blitzing one series, then everyone goes back the next series. It wasn't like they were messing with Rodgers. I thought Rodgers was terrific. He was. But so so poised. They scored, so three, good. they scored three points in the second half. Yeah. Well, you got off to a slow start. It was slower than you would have liked. What was it? 13 nothing or worse? Was it, uh, it, was, it was 13 nothing, but partly because they punted at midfield. But mm-hmm. I was fine with it. I mean, you look at like how Baltimore lost that San Diego game. Mm-hmm. that was a catastrophe for them. And that was a terrible loss and they never should have lost that game. And Harbaugh was way too conservative the whole time. Right. And, uh, and then they just let the, let Phil rivers just steal it from them at the tail end. But watching that game, I thought the Ravens were going to pull away four different times in that game. 
Yeah, and, and Torrey Smith not being there. The Chargers was, um, hang. Torrey Smith didn't play the last drive or last two drives, and that, that hurt. I mean, he's he is the ultimate all-or-nothing player, Torrey Smith. He can get zero targets or be open in the end zone four times. So um, I, I think the Ravens, boy, it's, it's shaping up. It's a crazy stretch for a lot of these 7-5 uh, and five AFC teams. Uh, I, I don't know. I look at all these final these December games, and I don't see anyone winning any games. So <laughs> I'm right. giving up on trying to analyze this. But well, it's in, the the part that's like I, the Pats can win wherever, and the Broncos can win wherever. I mm-hmm. think you know. Obviously, I'd rather have the Pats game be at home, right? In the if it's AFC title or whatever. But the reality is, those teams can can win wherever. I think in the NFC, it's more interesting because the Packers are a different team on the road than they are at home. Mm-hmm. And there's a really good chance that they're not going, they're going to have to win a game on the road. Right. You know, unless there's a couple of scenarios. So the Packers are nine and three. Arizona's nine and three. Looks like they're finally fading. Philly's oh nine and three. Yeah. Green Bay, I, I feel like needs the one seed even more than Denver and New England does. Is that a fair statement? No, I think you might be right. And Denver, now we're switching, I'm switching gears again, but that was a big win against the Chiefs. I mean, that was, yeah. they showed they could, I mean, I know Brady Sunday night, no one really, if you really think about it afterwards, he, I'm sorry, uh, Manning didn't expect him to lose, but winning in the cold weather against a, a tough Chiefs team and just running it down their throat, and that's what they did, that was, that was a huge win. And uh, not to say that they can go into Foxborough on a you know a Saturday or a Sunday on a semifinal game to do the same thing, but big win for Brady uh, Manning. Well, CJ Anderson's right. yeah, CJ Anderson's really good. Definitely. Uh, I was I was way off this week, which always happens if I have to make my picks on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. But I was really surprised by a couple games. I was I could not believe the Chargers beat the Ravens. I thought the Ravens were going to win that game by twenty. I thought the Niners. We're going to show up in that Seattle game. And I thought Seattle was going to be banged up. They weren't. Um, I was stunned that KC didn't do better in that Denver game. Yeah. I mean, they had 10 days to prepare for that game. I thought that was going to be the all-time kitchen sink game. They couldn't, they couldn't block and they couldn't stop the run at all. Like their, their run defense got shredded. They look so soft. And on the other side of the ball, you know, like people have been saying for the first 10 weeks, like, oh, look, Alex Smith, isn't it adorable? He hasn't thrown a touchdown pass to a wide receiver. It's like, yeah, that's great, yeah. except when you're down 10 points in a game. And we saw it on both right. extremes to the Raiders last Thursday night and then to the, the much more potent Broncos offense. And it's just tough. Like, I, I, don't, I don't believe that these guys are covering the receivers every game. The Raiders' corners are covering like the Broncos' corners. It just can't be. Like, Alex Smith has to step it up a little. But you're right. They were just so soft. They got run all, all over and Justin it's Houston not, can only do so much there yeah it's not good and you know we always have these rabbit teams in the first 10 weeks and we always say the last seven weeks are what really matter yeah the rabbit teams Casey I think was one right I think uh um Arizona is a very is a real possibility that they were one although they're still undefeated at home right and they have two more games at home and they're probably going to end up at 11 and 5 possibly 12 and 4 your team might be a rabbit team. No. I hate to say it. I, well, I think I think one thing Thanksgiving showed us is who the wild card that's going to shape up in the uh, NFC. In fact, actually, Seattle could end up winning that division. I think they still have the game at Arizona. Isn't that amazing? 
God, yeah, they, they, I mean, well, listen, they're eight to one odds to win the Super Bowl. Maybe we should jump on that because if they steal that division, they're going to be, you know, no higher than seven to two, I think. And it's, it's, it's very reasonable that they do. But I think Seattle and Detroit are your wild card teams. If Seattle doesn't win the division, you know, vice versa, you know, it could be Arizona is the wild card team. I, I, I don't think Dallas has enough right now. After that I can't game. decide whether to overreact with those two Arizona games or not because they're a different team when Fitz isn't playing. Yeah. And uh, that Atlanta game just got away from them. I was surprised Atlanta was able to move the ball on them like that. But that Stanton had open guys. Trap, trap, trap game of the, of the year there. Atlanta plus two and a half against Arizona from a gambler standpoint. But they're getting injured now. Tyrell Matthews out. And, yeah. You know, Ellington, with this hip pointer, it is a bad injury. It isn't a bad, you know, Fitzgerald doesn't play sometimes, you know. I don't know. Drew Stanton. Some some of these guys overachievers like the Cowboys defense and Drew Stanton. Maybe maybe they hit their wall in December. Maybe that's it. Ellington, who when he's healthy, I think is one of the most exciting backs in the league. He hasn't Definitely. looked right for six weeks. Yeah, he just doesn't look right. And meanwhile, Buffalo is seven and five and kind of lingering. Yeah, thank you. I'm I'm glad I don't have to worry about that. My under six and a half bet uh, for the Bills wins. Uh, <laughs> crapped out before December. So, well, we had, we had some, uh, we, we have some chargers action all over the place. Right. We have them to win the AFC title. We have them. <laughs> I think their over was nine or eight and a half. Yes. It was right in there. I can't, I don't have, um, I don't have it with me, but yeah. people were accusing me of writing in my column the last two weeks that the chargers were not going to win another game. Like that was one of my reverse jinxes. How, how come on. <laughs> There's like, nothing like, to see. What, what would you see out of the Chargers that you would have liked? They barely beat the Raiders. They barely yeah. beat the Rams last week. And then, you know. Why would I try stuff. to reverse jinx the Chargers into, into hitting my over when I have a ton of money on them? I would never do something uh, like that. <laughs> I actually thought they were going to lose the Baltimore game, though. Yeah. And they should have lost the Baltimore game. I thought that was Rivers' best game in a long time. He was great. It was he, a classic he, Phil Rivers game. It was actually the game I thought he was going to play in Miami a few weeks ago when they lost 37 to nothing. He'll have those games where he's just like, we're winning. Yeah. Yeah. Swing it out to uh, Brandon Oliver. You know, you got Royal like in the slot, and then, you know, Gates is open. It, it, that was a tough, you know, the Ravens' pass defense. It's a, it's a bit, one of the better kept secrets in the NFL. Not, not, not a good pass defense, but that was a yeah, tough well, game to win. The so. secondary's banged up. Yeah. If you had to, at gunpoint, Plexico Burris is holding a gun at you before he shoots himself in the leg. Yeah. This who is your NFC, who's your NFC title game? Um, I think Seattle, Green Bay. And it's wow. in Green Bay. I know. We gave up on Seattle too soon. That defense is playing so well. I, I, think, I just think they're there. I really do. I think Bobby Wagner plays well, and so does Cam Chancellor, and that's a different team. Who do you think? Know. I don't know if I trust Seattle 100% yet. No. Who are, I'm, hold on, I'm just looking up who they're, they're two. So their defense looked awesome, right? Right. Last two games? 19-3 wins the last looked two games. Looked awesome against Drew Stan at home, who didn't have Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. and with a banged-up Bellington. And then they, uh, they throttled Kaepernick, who's a freaking head case, and who's going to be in the CFL in a year at the rate he's going. Mm-hmm. Um. I'm really interested to see what they do in Philly this week. I think well, it's a that's better the test, test because then they have yeah. Stanton again, and then they have I think the Rams in there again, and then and they, they get have Kaepernick, and they get uh, and Kaepernick. Yeah, they're at Arizona, who's going to be healthier by then, and then they they finish with the uh, the Rams at home. The Rams, the Rams are, are officially frisky. 
Yeah, they are. It's a lot of friskiness with that Rams team. Five and seven, the Rams are right, if I'm not mistaken. And they could have, they could have, should have beaten my Cowboys. They could have, yeah. should have beaten. Um, what, who else did they play? Oh, the what, the Niners. And then they have they had a no the Eagles and the Chargers were games they should have won. They could be five, seven and five at least. Either five and seven. They've had two legit wins. Right. Five legit losses and five either or games. Yeah. This is crazy though. Tampa, Tampa's two and ten, right? Mm-hmm. They've only lost four legitimate games. They've played seven either or games, and I think they've lost all of them except for the Steelers game. They're yeah. one and six in the either or games. And yesterday was classic, like the twelve man on the field. Like St- Dalton is sick; he's dying to give them the game, and they yep. just won't take it. They're, they're they're one of the more fun teams to watch, Tampa Bay. Uh, I think before yesterday they were two games out of the lead. Yeah. In the NFC South, and one game away from having the first pick in the draft, they've had. So that, three I think games they just of, decided they're like, "Hey, we got to make a decision." You know, just like on Walking Dead, when the group like walks <laughs> too far, they're like maybe it's better to just turn around because uh, we, we at least we know those zombies the other way. So anyway. They've had three games this year where they were underdogs and they they covered but didn't win. You know, mm-hmm. I was trying. I was watching this Walking Dead season finale last night. I'm trying. I was trying to figure out. This would be a fun list to do. Everybody should make this list. How many friends in your life would you be like, I'm going back to the hospital trying to rescue them. <laughs> and I don't care if there's zombies, there's people with guns. I got to get that friend. I, I feel like the majority of people in my life would be like, hey, we had a good run. Right. Good luck. I'm going to stay here where the, where the zombies and the guns aren't. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Joe House, like, maybe. Maybe Joe House for both of us. That's it. Like, Rick's like, we got to get Beth. <laughs> It's like you, you hung out with Beth for like three days. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What about your son, Carl? Don't you be like, hey, well, well, it's too bad Beth's in the hospital. But uh... I think he just wants to get away from the baby. When notice, like the, the son has to stay with the baby every time. Like we'll be right back, and his son's like, I know you will. <laughs> I just gotta right. get away from this crying baby. But yeah, but, the, uh... it's really the greatest and the most loyal son who's ever existed on the planet, right? Yeah, most, definitely. Like this, he's fourteen. Right. He's like, I'm here with the baby. Yeah, I'm gonna play with the baby some more. <laughs> yeah, it's unheard of. Let me change that baby's diaper again. It's different in Atlanta, I guess. But I like, you know, that she was on, I don't know if you watched The Talking Dead, but the actress that played Beth was on. Oh, uh, she's and, good. Uh, oh, I, I don't even know if we want to give anything away, but she she was inconsolable. She cried for about 20 minutes straight and sprinkled in a few, it's not real, though. You have to realize it's not real. And then would go back to crying. It's like, no, you have to realize it's not real. That's you, funny. Should, you should watch it if you can. I See, I, all I would have done is ask her how Beth's hair never grows. <laughs> or, Interesting. Is that her name, Beth, the short-haired lady? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how has her, her hair not grown in two years? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, and also, I like, where are the bugs? It's in Atlanta, and it's 100 degrees every day, and there's just dead corpses and dead zombies everywhere. Where aren't, shouldn't people be swatting bugs constantly? It should be a lot worse than it is. It's funny the hair thing you brought up, because the only one whose hair grew was the, the father, Herschel. He had a ponytail by the, uh, by the end of the, Yeah. Carl's hair grew. Carl That's true. Side. He had a hat on most of the time. All right. I, I, where did you – I wrote my column this uh, last week about uh, the smell – Mm-hmm. I, I think about it constantly. How bad it must smell there. Sure, yeah. Walking Deadland. Don't you like? Don't you feel like they should address that at least once an episode? Like, God, oof, reeks. Is that you? Oof. They probably would. Like in real life, they would all have surgical masks on. And you wouldn't be able to hear what they were saying, right? Because it, it would just be 
it'd be a horrific, horrific scene. It's got to be, or maybe your senses just shut off. Yeah. Maybe you can't even smell it anymore because your 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 nasal passages just get annihilated. Yeah, that's a good point. See, mm, this is why right. we have to hit Comic Con. These are the questions we need to ask next year. It's a great show. I, I I think this season was the best in a while. Oh, I have a new invitation for you. Go ahead. Who is uh the black guy with the beard who's on the wire? What's on the his wire, name? yeah. Uh, you know I that forget guy? his name. Yeah, the guy who uh, you know, you, you know that guy. Yeah, I know he's on one. Every line. He talks like this. He's all about whispering his lines. And I think he wants to be a character on the BS report. Oh, wow. Because he doesn't do anything other than whisper his lines. I like that. That guy. Thank you. That's Tyrese. Tyrese, right? Tyrese, yeah. yeah. Tyrese. Tyrese doesn't understand why the Cowboys... Playing on another Thursday night. It doesn't make sense. It does not make sense. Tyrese is right. That is yeah. right. Why are you playing on another Thursday? Uh, I don't get it. It's just to screw. It's just to screw up the chemistry. Yeah, here's why. Because uh, Tony Romo doesn't practice on Wednesdays, so they have to hit him with back-to-back Thursdays and throw everything out. And uh, I mean, think about like when you wrote your column this week. You had to get it in by Wednesday, right? Or uh, I, did, I just sent it in Tuesday night. Because I didn't want the copy. I wanted the copy just to be out there by lunchtime Wednesday. Right. And so I had to write and research everything in one day. So I knew the picks were going to be disaster. No, but it was a complete conclusion. pain in the ass to get it done, right? Imagine yeah, practicing a, a short week uh, and when you don't normally even practice Wednesday. So that's why every single ball that left his hand uh, on Thanksgiving uh, looked, looked bad. Tony Romo. And, I wish uh, we had discussed that before we threw them into our annual losing three team teams yeah. that we were lost anyway because we both like San Francisco. Right. And we did that and we were so mad. We were so mad we doubled up on San Francisco afterwards, even though we, we clearly both saw that they couldn't move the ball against what was it, Washington last week. And oh, that's a disastrous offense. I don't understand how they use Kaepernick. I would just yeah. be rolling him out every play. Yeah. Like, why, why are they trying to make him a pocket quarterback with mediocre receivers? That guy I, should have 12 carries a game. I hate when they say this, like, but it's true. They, they have no identity, their offense, with all the tattoos and everything, no identity. And I, get, I read somewhere that they have 12 offensive coaches. Like, Harbaugh likes to stack up, like, not give too many responsibilities to any one coach. Is that true? 12 offensive coaches. So that doesn't work. I don't know if you're an aspiring NFL coach. That's not the way to do it. The Kaepernick, I'm looking up his game log right now. He has, where are the carries? Oh, there it is. The kid, three rushing attempts in that Seattle game. Mm-hmm. In general, he just hasn't run the ball well. I always felt like he was the perfect modern quarterback, like where we thought that position was going, where this guy who was just at any point could run for 50 yards. And that's he, just gone. And now they've call, turned him into like freaking Dan Marino. He can call his own number on third and three more than he does. Let's put it that way, yeah. Rather than if I'm, if I'm playing them, yeah, if I'm playing them in a big game, or I'm betting against them or whatever, I'm just worried about what he's going to do if he's freelancing the entire time, mm-hmm. and they don't let him freelance, from what I can see. Yeah. No, no I think Harbaugh's checked out. I think he's ready for the LA Raiders. I think he's going to be moving into my neighborhood in about three weeks. Well, that'll be good because uh, they play each other, and we'll get to that. We'll get to All that. Right. But let's uh, do Thursday night. Your team it. again. 
I don't have a, a, a great deal of confidence that we can win this. Is it December? It's December. Can Jerry Jones uh, push for 37 days in November? He's a powerful man. He can make that change, can't he? It is kind of hilarious that you're stuck at eight wins. Yeah. This will be, be the worst yet, right? <laughs> Let's just go through it quickly. We lose at Washington. Oh, God. Chicago. Yeah. At Chicago Thursday night. Right. At Philly. Uh, home for Indianapolis. Yeah. And then at Washington, at a Washington. team that's already beaten you. Right. Wow. Eight and seven. With, I mean, we should treat that like a Super Bowl for eight and seven at Washington with no playoff yeah. possibility. No what do you have for this I have, one? Uh, I have Cowboys by three. Yeah, you're going to get this. I went light on this. I said one and a half. It's three and a half. Mm. I actually like that they're three and a half. It makes me think there's a, a small chance. But How about Jay Cutler being up 14 to three? Or actually, I should say Mark Trestman because – I think pound for pound, he might be the worst coach in football right now. Really? Wow. 14 to three, and I think they ran the ball eight times. Yeah, that's right. How did he not run the ball with a lead? They had 13 yards rushing. 13 yards. Forte is their best player. If I'm coaching that team, I'm like, I'm going down in flames with Forte. Catch his pass. That's That's all I do. That's all I do. Yeah. That team is a mess. Wisenhunt's been terrible. Jake Gruden's awful. Mm hmm. Um, the Raiders coach already got fired, but I think I think those are probably the worst three, unless I'm forgetting somebody. No, that's about it. I mean, let's see. I don't know. Riverboat Ron is, uh, hasn't looked too good either lately. That team just doesn't have talent, though. You know, they got they got murdered by the cap. Hold on, I'm gonna they, they tied. Oh. Yeah. Go ahead. Who else? I can't say I can't say Levy Smith has really knocked my socks off in his second incarnation. Right. Well, Mike Smith yeah. too. Don't forget about him. He had one. He had one good game, but let's not get crazy. Yeah, that team. So they're they're five and seven, and they should have won the Lions game. Mm-hmm. They, that team should be seven and five. They've yeah. the coach has blown two games for them. All right, let's keep. All going. right, Sunday Sunday slate. There are nine Sunday games early, and first one is uh, I have on this Pittsburgh at Cincinnati. What do we make of the Steelers team? Boy, I don't know. I don't the most know. The bipolar team of the year, right? I don't want to say anything because they're in a good spot now. They're on the road against the Bengals who are at home. Terrible, you know, a no bet, never bet them at home. So I don't know what to say. And Roethlisberger's thumb is injured. He was handing off left-handed. They are Jekyll and Hyde, though. I was reading Football Outsiders today, and Scott Kasmar, Kax- Kax- I hope I, I'm sorry if I didn't say your name correctly. He was in that Audible thing they do. He mm-hmm. said in in 17 games against Brady, Peyton, Breeze, and Rodgers, Dick LeBeau's defense has allowed 40 touchdowns to six interceptions. I can't tell. Is that good or bad? 17 that's games? Ho- that's horrible. 40 touchdowns and six interceptions in 17 games? Oh, yeah, that is bad. Oh, yeah, 17 good. games. Oh, okay. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's not good. That's not yeah. Good. A the lot good, of good, true Steelers fans is good, feel Dick is... LeBeau, the game has passed them by. And no one wants to talk about it. But a lot of the true Steeler fans I talk to are fed up with him. You talk to true Steeler fans? I uh, yeah. I, I, I wow. figure I'd come out with it now. Yeah. Um, Kessel's hurt. Yeah, they, they they could be in a little bit of trouble. But when do you take Cincinnati at home? I don't. I still don't like the Bengals, even though they just won three straight road games. Mm-hmm. Bengals by four. You're gonna get this one too. I went a little higher. I thought five, and it's. Uh, it was four. It went down to three and a half. So you get it. That's fair. 
one of only uh, three division games, and these teams play twice this month, so it should be interesting. Colts at the Browns. Johnny Football's hey, we, Cleveland Browns. Will you remind me right around Thanksgiving next year, like the weekend before, to start thinking about home dogs? It feels like this happens every year. The home dogs, I think, are six and one in their last in the last two weeks. Yeah, and like you said, they had a couple covered and didn't win yesterday. Tampa, who else? Uh, oh, Jacksonville had a chance to cover and not win, but the Giants blew it outright. But yeah, there were there were a couple frisky home dogs which shouldn't have won. I'm excited to talk about the Giants when we get to them. What's the, what's this next line? Colts and Colts at Cleveland. Ooh, Manziel, we think. They say they're going to look at the tape. They haven't decided they're going to look at the tape. Maybe the tape will show that Brian Hoyer didn't throw three terrible interceptions. So maybe, I don't know. Maybe Hoyer has a shot. But it should be Manziel. I thought the Hoyer I, – I actually enjoyed the early games yesterday because Ravens-Chargers was good. But then the Hoyer, uh, the Hoyer-Orton face-off matchup was incredible. Orton tried to trump him. He threw the interception in the end zone. And then Hoyer said, no, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Battle. Don't try to out, Don't try to outflank me with interceptions. <laughs> But uh, I have the. I'm going to say Colts by four. Yeah, this is interesting because I had three. It started at three and it went to four. So you get it because we go by what the line is right now. Uh, yeah, that's fair. When it was three, Andrew, Andrew, the giant luck. What are your thoughts on this game going to Cleveland? Uh, I think I've proven myself against mediocre teams and terrible teams. That's kind of my wheelhouse. What I do is I put up 40 points a game against any team that's not good. That's what I do. That's what that's what I was brought here to do. I feel very confident about this game. Thank you, Andrew. And please, yeah. for the love of God, shave whatever is uh, whatever is appearing on your chin and and cheeks. The Joe Buck, the Joe Buck beard needs oh, to be stopped. Yeah, that's good. I mean, it's like it's cliche to make fun of. Oh, look at the crazy fish there. But I actually think Joe Buck thinks that beard looks good. Oh, I think so. I think, I think he he's too. like I think he's in the mirror looking at it going, Yeah. Oh yeah. I love Joe Buck, but yeah, he's into that beard. <clears throat> Maybe it's a, a tribute to The Walking Dead too. I kind of enjoy Joe Buck. I I think he does a good job with football. There you go. I think he's figured out how to ratchet up his excitement for exciting plays to <laughs> to an acceptable level after all these years. Yeah. No, he's solid. Joe Buck is solid. Why not? Aikman Aikman and Sims. Just mm-hmm. don't say anything. I think they've mastered the art of not offending any fan from any team at all times. Sims, you think, really? I Sims is just, well, that's what, uh, that's great throw by Aaron Rodgers. That's what he does. Like, he doesn't say anything. I see, I, you, don't watch, you don't watch inside the NFL anymore. He, I think he hates everybody there. Well, but that's different from Sims. I'm just talking about CBS Sims. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, like Collinsworth, I learned stuff. Collinsworth, the play happens. He's like, ah, that left tackle is just getting killed. Watch the replay here. They run a stunt, and he just tells me what happened. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. Hey, I have an important question for you. Go ahead. Would you rather have Rex Ryan be a, a, a in the play-by-play booth in like the Aikman Sims type role, or would oh, you rather yeah. have him on a studio show? Because I have a very strong opinion on this. Huh. Uh. I think we're uh, play-by-play booth. Let's see. When, if, you I, know, if it's the skinny Rex Ryan and it could actually fit into the booth, I'd say play-by-play booth. What I do 100% you agree. Yeah. I do not want him on a studio show. No. I don't think these studio shows are that important. I don't really care if I see them, but I, you spend three to three and a half hours with the game guy every week, and usually it's the best game. And yeah. If we can get him, if I can spend 60, 
five hours a year watching football with Rex Ryan, I'm in. I don't want him on a studio show sharing time with five other people. Do you Get think maybe the there's booth. a compromise? Because you do have to be. You have to be. It's a different beast when you're in the booth. You know, you're you're kind of you're obviously more scrutinized, highly scrutinized. But maybe there's a compromise. You put him at, at the opposite end the end zone of Tony Saragusa to start off. Oh God! And, and see how that goes. Um, I would not do that. I would you just have him no. just point blank. I'd put him in one of my top two crews. Yeah, and maybe you put him in with Aikman. Right. Or uh, or Sims. I want to see the Ryan brothers. Each Ryan takes a Harbaugh, and each Harbaugh takes a Ryan, and they, they stay on a team, for, and they, they, they change teams every two years. That's what I want to say. Uh, I'm worried Ryan, I'm worried Rex Ryan's going to do a studio, and, and I just, you know, come on. Is it, are you saying, have you heard that that might be it? No, I just, I think for whatever reason, I think networks value the studio shows more when they hire these new people because they're afraid to mess up their broadcast teams. Right. It's yeah. A, it's like all these people are afraid to upset the apple cart with their teams. Like, remember when they switched uh, Greg Gumbel for Jim Nance? Everyone, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh. It's like, just go with the best two dudes. But I think you can make a studio guy, if he's bad... You could make him passable. I mean, obviously, there's a lot more checks and balances when you have the studio guy. Yeah, right. where do you work out a an analyst like that? Like, it is taking a bigger, much bigger chance. Like, just give him. I think there's games. a. I think there's a 100 percent chance that Rex will be good on TV. Yeah. I I just think like, it's not rocket science. If mm-hmm. you if your interviews are lively and charismatic and you have opinions and you're unpredictable, you're going to be good on TV. Like Barkley, everyone knew Barkley was going to be good on TV. There was a 100 percent chance. And Rex, but, yeah, is I the think same. so. But there's there's more trouble. The Bill Waltons, the Barkleys. I think that there could be there's a high potential of trouble for for the amount of times it works. But those guys are obviously True. the best. Um, they, Tampa Bay at Detroit. Speaking of trouble. Mm. Are we really supposed to believe the Lions are just back? Well, because they won a Thursday game against Jay Cutler, then now they're back. I don't know. I mean, I think they—they're gonna—they have they're eight and four, and they have Tampa and Minnesota at home, so they really should okay. be ten and four. Maybe they're back. Uh, I have Lions by ten and a half. Oh man, you're killing me! I said eight. It was eight and a half, and now it's ten. Mm, that feels like a, yet another Bucks have a chance to win with two minutes left, blow it, but cover. Yeah, maybe. They're so close to getting a good draft pick now, though. They have to maybe sit Mike Evans. Oh, I can't wait till we talk about the Giants. When, can All we right. just do them now? Um, let me see. Yeah, we could do them now. Giants okay. of Tennessee. And the Giants by one and a half. I think the Giants are throwing games. All right, I had the Giants by one and a half, so we tie. At least I get something there. And it's I think the Giants are intentionally losing. Really? No, I really don't. But that well, that was the fishiest loss of the season. Like, if you really do believe teams are throwing games, mm-hmm. how do you blow a twenty-one nothing lead to Jacksonville? Well, I was uh, here's what I was saying. I was a little gun shy since our our miserable losses on Thursday. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to sit back and watch the first half and try to bang something out halftime of the first games. And yeah. uh, Giants. At a 21-3 lead, I think Jacksonville had one first down, and the second half line was a pick. And I said, oh, boy, something's wrong here. Here comes oh, the big portal. so you think Vegas is in? Yeah, Vegas is in on it. 
Vegas Jacksonville scored. Jacksonville scored 20, 22 points in the second half. Yeah, and it's things that no, they're not doing at all in the first half. Like Blake Bortles running the the option and the, you know up the sideline. Like, oh, I don't I'm know what it is up, with that giant team. That's bad news. I'm looking up their numbers. They scored twenty two points in the second half. Mm-hmm. All right, so the first six games of the season, they didn't score more than seventeen. Right. They scored twenty four in week seven against the Browns. They scored 23 against the Bengals in week nine. Other than that, they, so they've topped 20 points twice all year in week seven and week nine. Right. And yet somehow miraculously scored 22 points against the Giants in the second half. It's a fix. You're insulted again, aren't you? I'm I think, insulted too. I think Coughlin got a nice balloon payment. Hey, Tom, if you finish three and 13, we'll call it quits. Nice little balloon payment in your nice in an offshore account. Well, I, I think you're right, but I also think like uh, speaking of contracts, like and now they feel bad. The guy's old; they don't want to fire him in the middle of the right. season, so it's a bad thing. But why not? Like guys have incentive clauses in their contract. Like you make an extra two hundred thousand if your team makes the Super Bowl playoffs, and maybe an extra five hundred grand if your team wins the Super Bowl. How about an incentive clause like you lose to the Jack Jags after a three touchdown lead, and we have the right to fire you? It's like nothing personal, but it's you know there's incentives and there's Incentives the other way, decentives, whatever they call. By the way, I don't, I don't think the Jets. I, I'm, I'm kidding about uh, the Giants during the game. Okay, but I just think they have an old coach. And yeah. When you have, when you have a coach who's, who should probably retire soon, I think you blow, you give up 22 points to the Jags in the second half, and that's and, what actually happened. And Jennings got hurt. Let's say so they weren't able to run as effectively. But that's that is uh, not a loss you should have on your resume. No way. They've lost seven straight games. Wow. Wow. And they're playing. Well, boy, this is some matchup. I don't even know who to take. Which one? For it's what? To pick them. No, this Tennessee game. Forget it. Don't even think it's going to I took the. I had the Giants by, uh, by one and a half. One and a half. Yeah, we both have one and a half. It's a pick. So stay very far away. I read somewhere today, as I was doing all my research, that Wisenhunt is 3 and 21 in his last 24 games. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, don't even. You watch know what else one. is? I I really should I really should uh, I really should thank my lucky stars every day for Brady. Yeah, should, you should. It should be something I think about for thirty seconds every day. I should just thank whoever the football guy is for for all these Brady years. Because like when you have it's a QB situation, like imagine being a Titans fan right now, mm-hmm. and you're rooting for Zach Mettenberger, and he comes out of the game, and you're actually like, oh. Zach Mettenberg just came out of the game. Right. Oh, no. What are we going to do now? Yeah. Oh, and you and your friends are arguing over Mettenberger versus Locker, and you don't even believe what you're saying half the time. Yeah, it must be miserable. must be miserable. Or if you're a Jets fan, it's like, ah, um, Gino, these last four games, maybe he'll show something. When you know in your heart of hearts he's not going to show anything and he's going to be in the CFL in a year and a half. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Meanwhile, you would you want you wanted that Garofalo kid in six weeks ago, and don't say he didn't. <laughs> oh, I think he's one of the twelve best QBs in the league. Wow, he might be. It's very more watch his games. By the way, I get a lot of emails about how old Blake Bortles looks. Have you, have you like really gotten a good look at him? He kind of looks like Pete Sampras right now. Oh, really? He looks like fifty year old Pete Sampras. I have to take a look at that. Yeah, check check him out. Check That's out Blake Bortles. All he right. might be thirty five years old. <laughs> Houston at Jacksonville. Ooh. I, I nailed this one exactly. 
I have uh, the Texans by four and a half. Oh, come on. Can't you just give me one by myself here? It is four and a half. It's exactly yeah. Vegas zone four and a half. J.J. Watt against bad QBs. Pretty safe bet this season. J.J. Watt against uh, 48-year-old looking QBs. So, yeah, that's the way to do it. God, if I really hope they I, – I wanted Clowney to be good. I was really excited for Clowney to just be awesome. Mm-hmm. I hope he's just hurt. I hope he's not a bust. I know. Well, you want someone else to be competitive in this stupid division, right? Like Jack, I think Indy clinches it with a win and a Texans loss there. As great as J.J. Watt is and all the fanfare he gets, they're, they're going to be out. What QB are you most excited to bet against in round one? Um, well, we could say Andy Dalton. I still uh, feel Andy. I can't wait to bet against Andy Dalton. Really? I really still. hope they win the division. Yeah, I'm really excited for that. I, I don't even care if he beats Brees. me. I'm just... Oh, true Breeze. Oh, I, like I don't him. think. I mean, not even that him, but the team. But the, the, it is a little him, though. It is. I mean, he doesn't throw yeah. the same. It should. It, a lot of it should be the same as what we've seen. I don't know what the Jimmy Graham situation is, but I don't think Vegas will have adjusted the line fully to, for when the Saints are home. And I do think they'll win the uh, NFC South in the in the four versus five matchup. It is interesting when Breeze throws deep. I'm not surprised when he completes it. Yeah. Whereas in the old days, it'd be like, oh, my God. Oh, this is, this is going to be a laser. Now I, feel, now I feel like when he connects, I'm surprised. I don't get it. Yeah, he looks like a 35-year-old well, quarterback. He's 35, and he had a major shoulder surgery like seven years ago. Mm-hmm. Baltimore so. and Miami. Seven this and is five a great and, game. Yeah, Miami should be and seven and five, too. I don't think there's ever been a better uh, candidate for a loser leaves town match in uh, yeah. the 2014 season than this one. This is an official loser leaves town match. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dolphins by two and a half. All right. I had three, and it is three as of this Ooh. morning. So I sneak that one out. I think the Ravens are good. I still like them. I even though they that checked in that game is not, not good. I don't know if it's. Uh, I think they have a decent slate the rest of the way, right? The Ravens. Yeah, so they got they got beaten up by Rivers and Roethlisberger. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if Ryan Tana. I don't know if Ryan Tannehill is going to be uh, throwing for three eighty on him. Maybe not. Maybe I do not. like Tannehill, but I don't. He's not that type of QB. I think he's like over seventy two percent in the last month, but. Tannehill's like he would you would you say he's like a, a kind of like Alex Smith two point oh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not he's gonna, probably there. That's not going to torch the Ravens. Um, but I mean, this is we hate taking Miami at home always, and I don't really like taking Baltimore at home. I like when they sneak up on teams on the road. So, but this is for all the marbles. Mm. Um, what if the Dolphins bring out Ray Rice? New sign. They sign Ray Rice just for the week. I knew you were going to bring that up. Can we, can we just yes. get to the football part of the Ray Rice thing? Like, why? Who's going to take a chance on a, a nobody? A, a troubled, one and one could argue that he's troubled. You know, twenty-eight-year-old with miles, and you know, no, he's with, not, uh, nobody's uh, signing him under three yards of carry when 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 all the went down. All you need to know is that Indianapolis isn't going to sign him, and they have the worst running back situation of any playoff team by far. Right. And it's not close, and they're not yeah. even considering it. Really, it doesn't yeah. sound like they're interested, but they don't want they don't want anything to do with them. That's that's all I'm hearing about any of these teams. So, Sal, it turned out that an independent judge. <laughs> Go 
God, I don't want to be suspended again. Go, go ahead. Keep no, going. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just yeah. saying. So that was right. one part. And then the other part is... We shouldn't talk about this because no. it's it's clear that uh, that uh, I apologize to the the listener who just went through four minutes of bleeps, but I don't yeah. think they have to bleep any of this. No. I just think it's unfortunate that uh, that. Um, let's go to the next it. game. Jets and Jets and Vikings. Are the Vikings like half decent? I don't mind. Are they not awful? Yeah, I, I, you know what? They they're st- starting to get like a home field advantage in that uh, that temporary stadium. Not bad. And let's look at since week seven, blew the Bills game in the last minute, beat the mm-hmm. Bucks in OT, beat the Skins by three, lost to the Bears by eight, mm-hmm. lost to the Packers by three, and Good beat game. the hell out yeah. of the Panthers. Yeah, that's. That's a seven-week run of competence, including the bye week. Yeah. I like Mike Zimmer. They're, they're definitely not quitting on that coach. When you see two block punts for uh, a touchdown. Yeah. Somehow they're five and seven. Mm-hmm. Um, Interesting. All right. I got uh, I have Vikings by five and a half. Oh, man. I said six, and it is five and a half. It would start at four and a half. Now it's five and a half. I think that line goes to seven and a half after people watch the Dolphins kill the Jets tonight. Oh, really? Who would they put at quarterback? Be interesting. I can't Tim believe there's in the not, next... How are there not enough quarterbacks? There should be more. There should be more. How is there not like like there's a million running backs, right? Running mm-hmm. backs get hurt. The third stringer comes in. He's awesome. C.J. Anderson. It's like, oh yeah, he's going to be awesome. Great. Right. But it's it's like there's. 20 quarterbacks. It takes a long time for, you know, to learn an NFL system, I think, for quarterback. But if you watch Friday Night Lights, every game they played, it was a great, great quarterback. There should be more. And then it's like, I I made the mistake of watching that terrible Florida-Florida State game. Yeah. Jameis was just throwing the ball all over the place. And then the other guy that is the true freshman, they're driving down the field with the, for the game-winning drive, and the guy's just chucking it up for grabs every down. It's yeah. like, are they even running plays? It's like he's seven-step drop, throw it right. down the field aimlessly. Like, what is this? And James should he should get Gillette needs to approach him any any time now for the uh, for the shaving endorsement because that guy <laughs> that guy is taking points off the board. They do not cover. <laughs> it's amazing. Even uh, that one one point. They refuse uh, to cover. He's a master at it, though. He's really good. It's hard to I think, win every game and not cover. I think it's impossible in 2014 to shave points. No, I do. It I is agree. amazing. It is amazing how they win but don't cover. Right. No, he's not shaving. I'm not. He can't even steal crabs and get away with no, it. No, it was he's, a he, funny he joke. Shave. I liked it. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, Carolina, another funny joke at New Orleans. <laughs> Saint, this is ridiculous, but Saints by seven and a half. Uh, why ridiculous? I said seven, and why you think that it shouldn't be that high? It's just stupid that the Saints will be favored by seven and a half over anyone in the league. How about this? It opened at nine. It's now ten. <laughs> <laughs> you love it. Oh, that's so dumb. You and they'll probably it. cover. I, I'll probably take the Saints too. 
Well, look at the slide Carolina's on. They lose. They tied Cincinnati, and then they rattled off like six losses in a row. Yeah. And uh, they lost twenty-eight to ten to New Orleans. Remember that Thursday night game? They didn't show up at all. Yeah, they, their best game they've played in the last six weeks was they they almost beat the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. And then since then they're just they're either losing or getting killed. The worst thing to happen. Well, first of all, their defense is twenty. The Luke Keekley led defense is twenty fifth in the league. That's not going to win you any games. And the, the worst thing to happen is that Cam Newton ad is starting to get juiced. That they don't believe in you. They don't believe. Like, uh oh. Yeah. <laughs> yep. They have one. They have one win since week two. Uh, yeah. And yet, if they tie their last four, they win the division. It's weird. It's <laughs> great. Great system. Um, St. Louis at Washington. St. Louis at Washington. And we all like this Rams team. Yep. We do not like this Skins team. I can't believe I'm doing this. Rams by five. Wow. And you're going to get it. You were off. But I said it was a pick. I had trouble with this. And I just said pick. I, I couldn't figure out. Five and seven Rams at three and nine Redskins. Started at two, it went to three. So you get it. You're closer. That line should go up. What do you think of? Um, what do you think of the fantasy guys who make the playoffs picking up the Rams defense that got like 32 points? I think like it, it infuriates me when people do it's that. Smart. And yet, if I did it, I'd be like, "Oh, I'm a genius." That's that's just how it goes. Every week there's a there's a defense that you wouldn't normally want that puts up huge points against some crap offense. Our friend Tony made Tony and Kyle made the playoffs because they picked up the Rams defense and not even every point counted. Like if they I think Carr had like third and three from the twenty, they would have gone for a field goal and then he got sacked way back and they had a kick or go for it something stupid. And the shutout, because of the shutout, in addition to everything else, they made the playoffs. Well I have if I have get 12 points from Miami's defense tonight, I beat you. Yes, that's right. That's right. And if Gino I beat Smith. you, do I knock you out of the playoffs? No, no. I'm the third. Oh, so, we're, so we're not even playing for anything. I can't do anything, no. And you avoided uh, having to pay for the banquet. You came in ninth out of uh, ten. So good job by you. Thank you. But the Dolphins' defense could score ten points tonight. Geno Smith or Vic, it's a pick six waiting for him for sure. Um. 105, the 405 games, there are four of them. Casey yeah. at Arizona, late afternoon. Oh, interesting. Two teams that, two of the rabbit teams. This isn't loser leaves town, but no. uh, losers like starting to pack their stuff, I think, here. I think the Chiefs season's over if they lose. Yeah, definitely the Chiefs if they lose. I got cards by three. All right, I think you went a little high. Yeah, I said two and it's one and a half. So I get that one. Oh, wow. Drew Stanton. No respect. No. No respect for Drew Stanton. If they lose this, Arizona, at St. Louis, Seattle, and at San Francisco. Do I, I go to the Super Bowl if the Pats make it? Yeah. That's good. This has got to be all right. I mean, it, 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 somehow the Cowboys could creep in. That would be so much fun. There's no way it'll happen. But, yeah, we're going this year. It's in there. It's right around the block. It's in Arizona. I know, but the last time I was there, it was, it was uh, 42. Super You've seen some too. good ones, though. You've seen that. That was one. the worst loss I've ever experienced in person. The uh, the giant, the second Giants one. No, the first Giants Super Bowl. Oh, the first Giants one. Yeah, it's the worst loss I've ever experienced in person. Yeah, that's pretty bad. I don't know if I want to go back. You got to really do well, some. Well, they don't play the Giants. You have a good chance, I think. They're definitely not playing the Giants. <laughs> Buffalo at Denver. Could. 
Denver by 11. Nice. You were, uh, well, I said 11 also, and it's 10. So we tied. It started at 9. Denver's win this game. Bills can get a little frisky in this game, though. I wouldn't uh, sleep on this game. Let them get frisky, but here's what we're doing. We're doing Broncos. We're doing Alabama. We're doing Oregon. Moneyline parlay. And, you know, we have to lay like a sixty to win a dollar. But it's just okay. going to win. Great. It's a win. We're doing it. Um, next game, San Francisco at Oakland. <laughs> God. Now, here's another team that shouldn't be favored by a touchdown or more, and yet they're going to be favored by a touchdown or more. I have the Niners by eight. Good call. I said nine and a half. I don't know what I was thinking. And it's seven and a half. Mm. So you get it. But yes, this is, we'll warn everyone not to put this in a two team teaser. Who's San Francisco's backup? <laughs> if the Raiders cover the spread, do they get Jim Harbaugh? Should they just, just take him off the sidelines? I'm surprised so many people are writing about the Jim Harbaugh thing and not mentioning the LA part of it. Yeah, right. That's true. Because I think that would be a part of it. I think it's Blaine Gabbert, by the way. I had a thing in my column about Blaine Gabbert. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. I, I guess Kaepernick's job save. I had a thing in my column last week about what a London team should be named. Mm-hmm. Got a few emails about this. People want it to be called the London Werewolves. Oh, well, that's it's pretty great. cool. I love it. I like the helmets. I like the the uniforms would be cool. Werewolves are kind of in these days. It's it's a huge win. I love the London werewolves. Yeah. Or you can even call them the werewolves of London. Yeah. That's what they'd call them. I like that. It's great. It's a great idea. I like the idea. Adamants, too. The London Adamants. It seems weird, but a few years in, you won't even think about it. What else do we have? We oh. have Seattle. Night, What's that? Oh. Seattle oh, yeah, Philly. That's a great one. game Eagles of the week. By one. Eagles by one. Yeah. Got, wow. Look how forceful you are. You got, wow. You killed me this week. I said two and a half. It is Eagles by one. Exactly. I think the Seahawks are favored by the time the first kickoff. You do? Yeah. I'll tell you what, am I crazy as a Cowboys fan? I think I'm rooting for the Eagles. Like we're not going to win in Philly next week or the week after we break a tie with Seattle, you know, I think I'm rooting from a wild card perspective. I think I'm rooting for the Eagles in week 13, 14. It's crazy. I'll tell you one thing. Richard Sherman, Mm -hmm. he has some opinions on things. No, again? Yeah, no, he just has opinions. Yeah, I'm starting to believe all of them. People love talking about how smart and eloquent Richard Sherman is, and it always feels vaguely racist. I know, I know. It's like, all right, well, why do we have to repeatedly and forcefully say all the time how eloquent and smart Richard Sherman is? I know. I don't like it either. Yeah. Uh, uh, New England at Sunday night. San Diego. New England at San Diego. Sunday night game. Pats by three. It was three, and I said three, and then it moved to four. I think even <laughs> Vegas has to see that this is too easy of a Belichick off a loss. Laying just three points. Can't do it, right? That's too high. I think think that's a lack of respect for the Chargers. Yeah. Wow. Tough road to 10 wins for the Chargers. New England, Denver, at San Francisco, at KC. That's tough. Squeak by some easy games. I I think three and a half I would have thought was not respectful. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Or it was semi-unrespectful before is it just a slap in the face. Well, they just like insulting you. I don't know why. Now they're insulting you the other way. They're making them too. No, too now, now I'm doing the slapping. Oh, yeah, right. my face isn't even being slapped. I think See? it's now, now we're slapping. See, it feels good, doesn't it? Atlanta Green Bay. I'm going to keep saying Atlanta San Diego's not winning another game until they pass the over-under, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop that. That might be it. Packers. Monday night, Atlanta, Green Bay. We're adding Green Bay to that parlay I mentioned with the uh, Oregon, Bama, Broncos. They might score 70 in this game. Mm-hmm. The, like Stanton had open guys that game. He just can't throw them. But uh, Packers by 11. Yeah, I don't think they... There's the the hangover factor with the pack with the Patriots game, but I don't think that happens. I said nine and a half. I should have gone higher. You said eleven. Open to ten and a half. It's twelve now. So you get it. Wow, thorough thorough crushing by you this week over me. I destroyed you. Eight five and one after fourteen weeks. That's gonna be tough to come back from. Tom Coughlin coached you this week. What do you have to plug? All right, Jimmy Kimmelayo. Jimmy does a, a comedy bit with the Killers tonight. Don Rickles is on. NASCAR's uh, Kevin Harvick. Later, uh, later in the week, Ethan Hawke, Sophia Vergara, and John Cougar Mellencamp. And my Grantland blog, I went two out of three on the Thanksgiving picks. And Sports Center. I don't even know what to say anymore. I've hit five in a row. I'm nine and three with my best bets against the spread. I'm insulted. I'm insulted that people aren't making a bigger deal out of it. Check it out late Thursday on Sports Center or early Friday. That's Good that. job by you, cousin Sam. Good job by you, Bill. Talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Target the sun off. Whoa. Thank you for downloading the BS Report with Bill Simmons. Too much fun. Check out more podcasts at the iTunes Music Store or at Podcenter at ESPNRadio.com. Peace out.